They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. It's a jam-packed week at the Combini. With Valentine's Day coming to a close, we look ahead to White Day and also 7-Eleven's Asian Gourmet Fair. Matt reviews a new chicken sandwich from a fast food place in the States. And to close it out, we read a story about how Chicky Grease is being used to power public buses. Now let's head over to the Combini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Going great. Coming off a big high from last Thursday, Mike, where we had a webinar with an organization called Engage Asia. Check it out, everybody. Yes. We were joined by Konbini scholar Gavin Whitelaw. It was a it was a genuine honor and uh, yes. truly fascinating discussion. It's our yeah. first time getting to really speak with Gavin in any mm-hmm. meaningful way and. Uh, yeah, he clearly knows his his stuff, and uh, yes. he's passionate about about the subject of not just convenience stores, but uh, you know, retail business in general. Which right now is you know, not to go too heavy. I know it's supposed to be kind of a joking podcast, <laughs> but you know, there's sort of a huge upending of that industry in general here in the United States. The the Great Resignation, so-called mm-hmm. Great Resignation, is happening as people are realizing, hey, these jobs suck. Mm-hmm. But we're dependent on these places, and so sure. how do you make both work? You know. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was a really great discussion, and uh, want to thank again Engage Asia for inviting us on. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you all so much for that. Um, uh, I say that as though you're, they are watching. I'm sure they're not, but um, it was. But I do want to tell our. <laughs> But I do want to tell our, our listeners that I think there actually is going to be a recording of the um, of of the seminar going out maybe next week I think so maybe we'll we'll be able to share that I, I think it really will it will be interesting it's it's a little bit more serious than probably what you're used to if if you if you listen to the podcast but it's awesome seriously Gavin is is the man like I mean we were both like shaking in our boots I mean he was just he had such great stories and obviously like so much like knowledge it, it was so cool worked um, at a convenience for two years yeah yeah at two, at two different convenies I think he said I know at least yeah, one of them Daily was Daily Yamazaki, Yamazaki and some yeah and I'm not sure what somewhere the other else one was, yeah yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's really, really what a what a great great event. Hopefully, we can we can do it again. And if you haven't, uh, just Google Gavin Whitelaw, and you can find yeah. some papers, books he's written, yeah. and yeah. Uh, all of it's it's all very interesting. Yeah. Um, don't right. don't listen to this podcast. Just just do that. Yeah. You'll probably learn much a lot better more. Source of, <laughs> yeah, a real authority on the subject. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. gosh, Mike. Here we are, episode 80, and 80. man, we got a full agenda today. There's a lot yes, happening do. at the Convini, mm-hmm. so let's just dive right in to the action. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, Mike, you know, we talked about Valentine's Day. It's come and gone, oh, yes. February 14th, whew, that flew by, but yeah. Japan, they do things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. They got Valentine's Day, and they got something called White Day. I might get yeah. this wrong, but I believe mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day, girls give something to boys. Yes. And on White Day, boys give something to girls. That's right. I got it right for the first time ever. And uh, <laughs> naturally, Konbini are 
uh, pulling together all kinds of products to support this uh, commercial activity here. And mm-hmm. here we're featuring some nice action out of Family Mart. Mike, you know, I got to say, mm-hmm. it was Valentine's Day here recently, of course, I guess. My wife something oh. went to CVS. Mm-hmm. CVS, Mike, and what do they have? They got the lint truffles. Oh. They got the Godiva bags. Mm. All of it's just so simple and plain. There's nothing right. special going on here. Right. It's just the right. packaging. I'm yeah. not getting anything special out of this. I'm just paying four bucks more for a heart-shaped chocolate or something like yeah. this. Here, though, I'm, we're looking at Family Mart, Mike. Look at these truffles here. I'm looking, looking at a six-pack here. Mm-hmm. I got something shaped like a gemstone. <laughs> got all kinds of geometry going on oh yeah colored pink we got we got a we got a white chocolate thing with a that looks like a nut on top chocolate covered nut oh yeah we got splashes of orange going across another chocolate truffle here these are genuinely nice looking truffles yeah and they got one two three four five six they got 11 different sets you can buy here, Mike. All of them look oh absolutely outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Mike, looks like the uh, the boys are in for a treat. That's right. The boys are in for a treat giving it to the girls, you mean, right? That's what... I can't remember how it all right. okay. went. I, no, yeah, I, yeah, thought Day, I thought White Day the boys gave to... To the girls, yeah. Oh, jeez. To the girls. No. Anyways, Matt, hey, don't worry about it. This is a completely fabricated <laughs> uh, holiday. I just checked the thing. It was like 1978. It was just sort of like created. Um, uh, so um, don't worry about it, you know? I'm going to forget as well, you know? That's the good thing about White Days. On Valentine's Day in Japan, you don't have to give anything as, as, a, as a guy, you know? You just get stuff, and then when it comes to White Day, you just say, oh, I forgot it you know i forgot sorry so um, <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm gonna go you know where i'm going i'm going to family mart i'm getting my my some of those chocolates matt yeah they look nice they do look really nice all right matt so going on we got we got a lot to cover today but one other um sort of campaign thing we wanted to pick up from the world of the conveni is matt right now as you know 7-eleven we're about to head into an asian guru May fair matt um so you know at the conveni you can get some asian foods and by asian foods usually in japan what we're talking about is korea uh china mm-hmm. taiwan india that's probably mm-hmm. about you know the range of, of when we're talking about asian um but actually thai as well you're probably gonna get some thai in there as well so let, let's see let's take a look at what we're looking at we got some bibimba Ooh, I like right, to look at that Oh, yeah, bibimba, the sort of rice dish with various things on top. I think that's originally Korean. Korean. Yep. We got some uh, sweet and spicy yanyomu chicken. Um, Hey, I don't remember where that's from. I should have. (laughs) Didn't do the research here. It's from. Let's. uh, Anyways, so we got a bunch of things, Matt, here. We got. um, Look at this. This looks all great. looks really good, you know. I yeah, we yeah. get we get takeout, yeah. not frequently, maybe like once or twice a month here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we love a we love a place in Somerville called Dax Zen. 
which is uh, like Thai food, Thai street food, and uh, this is mm. this looks like it's approaching Dak Zen quality. Some of these dishes really? here, yeah, yeah, I'm impressed. It looks beautiful, yeah. And I, um, you know, I, I was, you know, there's a lot going on here, but I was just wondering, Matt, is there anything that sort of sticks out to you that you'd yeah, like to try my, or? The, well, not like to try. I'd like to reflect. Dalgona cream. Can you scroll up there? Look at this. Yes, I Dalgona can. coffee. Okay, everybody. Hmm. We all tried it. We all tried it. We all watched the TikTok videos, the YouTube tutorials, read the Bon Appetit articles on Dalgona coffee. I couldn't make this work. Did anybody actually successfully have a Dalgona coffee during the pandemic? I don't think so. I certainly didn't. I I must have completely missed it. <laughs> I I've never heard of Dalgona coffee. You missed the Dalgona. Co- no, it's it's this. You, you take like instant coffee, okay, and you whip it with uh, some. You whip it like ferociously. Actually, I got very tired making this, trying to make this Dalgona coffee. Okay, and. Um, you whip it. I can't remember what happens in the end, but it's supposed to be like a fun, foamy mm-hmm. uh, coffee. Okay. And now here they've turned it into what looks to be a shoe cream. It does look amazing, I have to say. Um, so you're you're skeptical about Dalgona uh, coffee. You don't think it's it's actually real. Is that what you're saying? No, I, I, I think it's real. I mean, you can go on TikTok and see a million videos of people making Dalgona coffee. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know, this is one of the most frustrating things, trying to make a Dalgona coffee. And so here it's presented as a shoe cream, and I'm just, that's all I can remember. My arm. Right. Feeling very tired as I struggle to make this Dalgona coffee. <laughs> all right, so if you want to you wanna really try some Dalgona coffee, maybe, yeah, they've got it in the, the shoe cream here. I got to say, Matt, anything stuck out to me, A, you know where I'm going. Look at that guy. Look at that green, the yeah, green curry. of that green that green curry there. Ooh, three the chili spiced. Peppers. Oh, it looks pretty good, I gotta say. So um, this has got yeah three chili peppers. That's the hottest apparently. So that's probably gonna be as hot. We're gonna get out the the, the Buffalo Wild Wings chart. We're probably looking at a uh, yeah. We're probably looking at the low level. We're looking a- at like a Asian zing, maybe. Asian zing, or uh, or you know like a a sweet and mild or something like that. So. Uh, so anyways, um, no, but it looks really great. And like I said, like, you know, you do get your, your Asian, you know, cuisine at the, at the Convini, but it is a little bit rare. So it's nice to see them, you know, bringing out a, a wide assortment here. And hopefully, you know, we can see in the future, you know, like more and more sort of what would you call like, you know, like ethnic foods at the, uh, at the Convini because that would be a real treat. Yeah, they look great. Okay, Mike. Um, next up. This is normally the point in the show where we talk chicky wars, mm-hmm. new fried chicken, boneless fried yeah. chicken out at the Gambini. Yes. This week, Mike, there's been uh, a truce, temporary truce amongst the oh, big boy. three. So there are no new chickies to report on this week. Okay. So we're going to head straight into the new item scoreboard. Counts for this week, Mike. Mm-hmm. Family Mart, 49 new items. Lawson, 39, 7, Mini Stop twenty two, Daily Yamazaki five, Sago Mart six, New Days twenty. Your take seems on pretty, that, on those yeah, pretty straight across, except for Family Mart a little bit low. It's unfortunate, but um, you know, it's fine as long as they're getting around fifty. That's you know, can't complain. Um, 
But uh, yeah, that was that was the only one that kind of stuck out to me this week. All right, well, let's dig into our winners and losers. We spent some time combing through all of these items to find something that we think is not so hot and something that we think is pretty wonderful. We're going to start off with your loser, Mike. This is mm-hmm. one of my... I anticipate this point in the week mm-hmm. so highly. It's one of the real treats to open up Mike's loser. You're not going to be... Got? You're what? Not, you're not going to... Yeah, you're going to be... You're not going to like the look of this one as a loser, Matt, I can it's tell. a loser? I know. It looks like a winner. You're looking at that, you're thinking, that's a winner, right? <laughs> that's a... Uh, yeah, that's a home run right there. It is. It, it should be. Matt, this is the hot cake. That's pancake. Hot cake. Yeah. Souffle pudding. Oh. Hold on. What are we talking about? This is a loser? Yeah, hold on. Let me, let me go through here. I'll even just read the description as it is because it sounds beautiful. Custard pudding, <laughs> whipped cream, caramel sauce, and on top of that, you've got a pancake... With souffle mixed in. Oh, yeah. And buttercream on top of that to make a souffle pudding. Buttercream on that? Yes, man. Oh, my God. So it looks great, right? Looks great. It truly looks great. But the problem I have, Matt, you know what this thing looks like? It looks like um, a mushroom or something. You know, like... It looks the you got a thin base here, and then at the top you got something that's just not sitting... What it looks like, Matt... Is it looks like you got a cup of pudding, and on top of that you got a pancake. That's you because know, that's what it is. That it is, is a what cup it of is. Pudding with a pancake. With on a top. pancake on top. But I'm yeah. saying, when you break it down to its bare essentials, that all that's what it is. I think my problem out with this is, you either got to make that pancake a little bit smaller, or you got to make the pudding a little bit wider. Because this is my problem. I think once you once you knock off the side of that a little bit, the side of that, the little truffle on top, you know, then you get in, you get your nice bites. But right now, I don't understand how you handle this thing, Matt. I got to be honest. I think, you know, you're you're losing a lot of, of the greatness at the top there because you can't mix in the pudding until you get into the center. So I've got a problem with this, Matt. I just think, you know, like I said, we need a smaller pancake or a bigger pudding. I feel like I'm talking to somebody trying to talk themselves into believing QAnon conspiracy theory. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. This looks perfect. The construction, I have no problem with. You, you, get, a, you get a spoon, mm-hmm. you dip it in, it's going to break through that pancake top, yeah. and you just keep pushing down further until you hit the, the pudding. And then you scoop out, and you got the layer of the pancake and the pudding and the buttercream all in one bite. Yeah, but that's the problem. You're saying you push down. Yeah. If you're in the center, you push down, you go through. If you're on the outer rim, you push down. You're hitting air, Matt. You're hitting air. <laughs> the outer rim, okay, I see I see the outer rim, but you're not. You're just going to glide down into the pudding. I, I don't know what you're talking about there. What do you mean? Like I'm saying, like that that outer rim is way too big. It's like, it's like that famous sculpture, you know. It's um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Tokyo Tower. No, Sky Tree. You <laughs> so know, we're looking at a tree. Sky Tree sort yeah, of. Yeah, it does look like Sky Tree. Yeah, that's a that's a fair, yeah, right. analogy. All right, but, all know, right. Wait, yeah, maybe. This all is right, such well. a winner. No idea what you're talking. about. It is about. beautiful. Maybe I'm maybe I'm Stunning. losing my. 
now I'm looking a little bit, and it's not as wide as I initially thought. It's only, you know, the you top is only this. about. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go get this. <laughs> it's only about a quarter of an inch larger than. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, we gotta move on. All right, I was, I was confused. The, I was oh, confused. What a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, confused is right. Stunning yeah. product. All right, <laughs> my loser this week, Mike. All right, let's see what you got. I bring right, up this sort of thing. <laughs> I bring this sort of thing up probably too much, but Mike, we have another Seven Eleven take on pizza. This is sort of the festering wound topping series that they got going on right now. I feel like I'm on a World War One battlefield. God, oh, God, you know, I might send this to my sister, who's a registered nurse, to see what's going on here. I don't know. This thing needs to be treated. Antibiotics. <laughs> injections give it everything you got okay (laughs) this is definitely not pizza but what are we looking at here well first it says mochiti whoa Mm -hmm. are we talking about a very soft cushiony dough not into that i like a little crispier pizza Mm. dough and then i don't know what happened here you're just slinging tomato paste think that's cheese and then they dust it with Mm -hmm. parsley i think that's what that is but mike yeah yeah, this uh this looks like something you find on the battlefield not at a convenience store yeah no um matt good choice for a loser no controversy here at all um yeah man um this is strange it seems like i'm not sure like the the timing of each process of making this it looks like they they sort of baked it, and then it got yeah. kind of crispy, maybe. But then it looks like, you know, then they sprinkled on the parsley at the end. Parsley and at the end, yeah. Maybe they just, it was like, it was a more like a spot, you know? Like, they didn't, like, bake it in the oven. It was more like a like they had, like, a, a hair dryer or something, and they just oh. kind of took it to it. Um, Matt, this is, a, this is a true loser. Unfortunate, but yeah, it seems that uh, 7-Eleven's still trying to... Still crack you know, that pizza, pizza nut. Yeah, yeah. cracking the pizza nut. That's All right, right, Mike. Let's move on to the winner circle. See what you mm-hmm. picked up this week for your yeah. new item winner. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. So um, what we've got out of Lawson, we've got Calby, you know, the chips maker. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got their potato chips, and they have the extreme garlic dynamite. What the name of these uh, these chips are, Matt? And um, what drew me to these is, you know, I like some garlic. You know, hey, I'm not sure. I'm not against some garlic. You know, some Absolutely. garlic chips. That sounds pretty good. The picture of the chips themselves just looked like some just the, the most standard chips you've ever seen. Just some straight up potato chips. But it was the cu- it was the package that got me, Matt. Um, it's sort of like the this like so the package. It's one package is of a, a man's face and one is of a girl's face. And basically, it's in a manga style, like so, in a black and white manga style. And for the for the guy, it says, "Don't come here. Don't come near me." And then um, on for the for the girl for the woman's package, it says, "Ooh, it stinks like garlic." So this is an interesting uh, one that I've never seen before. You you know, this is almost saying that it's it's so much garlic it'll make your breath just smell like like crap um so no one will want to talk to you um and come near you and i thought this was an interesting uh 
first off, it's just sort of like an interesting packaging. I thought it was it was cool and funny, but it definitely makes me want to eat it, even though it's telling you like no one's gonna want to come near you when you eat this. I thought it was kind of an interesting, uh, funny little uh, little item here. Yeah, this is this is quite funny. Each of these characters, they're sweating bullets too. They're they're on edge. <laughs> just thinking about what's coming at them. This reminds me of um, here in the U.S. and I've tried to find. It. We have the one chip challenge where you eat, uh, you buy a single chip that's covered in like Carolina Reaper dust, oh. which is supposed to be the hottest pepper on earth, and you, you got to pay like ten bucks to get one of these chips, but they're flying off the shelves. I can't find them, Mike. Are you and, serious? Um, kind of similar here, you know. Surely eating that one chip is a very unpleasant experience but it's selling and here we have um people saying eating these chips too will be an unpleasant uh experience if not for you then certainly for your neighbors exactly and that sells very clever i like it (laughs) yeah all right last winner for this week mike this one is coming out of um family mart mike Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, just let's just gaze at that for a little while. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the uh, mm. ketchup rice, Mike, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. Oma rice. We're looking mm-hmm. at Oma rice here, Mike. Yeah. And uh, for those who don't know, Oma rice is where you take rice and you mm-hmm. you. I don't even. I don't even know what the right verb is. Is it? Is it lay? Is it? Or a very soft omelet. So soft, it's almost mm-hmm. like uh, still partially liquid, mm-hmm. but in like a custardy kind of way. It's mm. outrageously good. But Mike, that thing is swimming in demi glaze sauce. <laughs> we got a kiddie pool. Of demi glaze sauce in there, Mike. It is just like bubbling around the edges. So you got the the custardy, rich egg, mm-hmm. the rice to just sop up all that sauce and that demi glaze. This mm-hmm. just looks, uh, you know, a very satisfying meal. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, not much to say, really. I mean, it just looks beautiful. Um, Alma rice is really a treat, and I really advise anyone who hasn't had it to give it a try. It doesn't sound that exciting, and if you just, like, this one looks beautiful, but if you look at the more sort of standard ones, you probably think, like, what what's going on in there? Just some, yeah, like, like you were saying, Matt, like, is it, yeah, laid on top or sort of, like draped on top yeah, it's, it's a like... weird state for an egg to be <laughs> yes, but it it's is. delicious yeah. but yeah and add in that demi glaze sauce now we're talking and it looks like we got a little oh my a little cheese maybe there on top i'm not sure but matt wonderful wonderful choice that egg just looks perfectly like you said in that perfect alma rice state that's the only word for it the alma rice yeah. state all right, Mike, that wraps up our winners and losers uh, for this week. Yes, Matt, and um, so I think we're going to head over to the Gemba. You know, the Gemba is where we check out new items, and usually it's me at the Gemba here in Japan, you know, where the action's going on in the Kombini, but this week, Matt, we're heading over to at the Gemba in the States, and you've got something to introduce to us. What, what are we looking at today? 
Yeah, that's right, Mike. And this is Convenia adjacent here. This is not from a convenience store. This is from Shake Shack. Mike, I recently had an endoscopy, and uh, I wasn't able to eat past midnight, and then they gave me some propofol, and I woke up, and I was a little sleepy, very hungry. And so I went to Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shake Shack, as everybody knows, is one of the best fast food places in the United States. And I got their new buffalo chicken sandwich, Mike. Here's what we're looking at. We're looking at two soft buns and in between. We got some shreddis. We got some pickles. And we got that fried chicken doused in some hot sauce and then some special sauce up top. Mike, I've eaten a lot of spicy chicken sandwiches in my time, especially over mm-hmm. the last two years. It's just a it's just a trend that's blowing up. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this This was the best one. Now why? 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 Oh my because of the pickles, Mike. Because of the pickles. Okay. Oh. You see these fat boys here? These are like yes. eighth inch pickles, that kind mm-hmm. of caliber, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have two rinky dink pickles on there. They had like four pickles. So every single bite, you were getting that tangy pickle to pair with the spicy fried chicken. And the spicy fried chicken was damn good. It could have been a little spicier, I think. Um, but no. It, this was this was outrageously good, and I did yeah. pair it mm-hmm. with the wake and shake milkshake, oh and God. this thing, holy damn moly, was this good? This has uh, like coffee beans mm-hmm. ground up. I don't know what was going on there, but it was mm. delicious. It had this vanilla custard, had maple syrup, orange zest, mm. whipped cream. 700 calories this thing by the way i i checked out for the rest of the day after this this and the propofol i was lights out but yeah one of the best meals i've had at shake shack buffalo chicken sandwich wake and shake highly recommended oh i also got seasoned fries um Mm. but yeah great great day out mike looks outstanding can you go back up to that to the picture of that buffalo oh my god all right so can you tell me? Um, we see. I see a little drizzling of some white there. Is that is that blue cheese? Is that ranch? What is that? That sauce on top? I think it's a ranch sauce, Mike. Mm-hmm. But honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't taste it enough to really be able to say. Mm-hmm. The the spicy sauce and the pickles mm-hmm. were definitely yeah. the two predominant flavors on the sandwich. Yeah, and it looks to be pretty a pretty saucy guy there. Was it was oh. the sauce out of control or did did it? It was actually hard to pull out of the bag it comes in because it got stuck. It was sticky to the paper. There was so much sauce on there. But it wasn't in a messy way. It wasn't like a Mm -hmm. Moss Burger where, you know, you're just like making a mess with every bite. (laughs) The sauce adhered well to Mm -hmm. uh, to the chicken. Oh, nice. All right. And just one final follow up question. You said there were many pickles, which can be exciting, but were they were they overlapping? Were you getting double pickles? No, no. I never got double pickle. That's actually oh, something good. I did bother to investigate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was no overlap with the pickles. There was a single layer 
but oh. enough pickles to cover almost the entire bun. Again, you got a pickle in almost every bite. Oh, now that's now that sounds great. Which I that's think the word. Chick Fil A yeah. goes wrong a little bit because Chick Fil A mm. they pioneer the pickle game. The pickle, and uh, but they don't put enough on. You need like right. three, four pickles, not two. And Shake Shack. They cut them thick too. Um, yeah, this is this is actually what this sandwich looks like. It's it's just stunning. Oh my god! Yeah, I was um when you showed me this, I was yeah. I'm 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 gonna have to take a little bit of time here to kind of <laughs> realize I'm not gonna be able to eat something like this for probably <laughs> well, another Shake Shack in Tokyo, I think. Is there really? It's gotta be. All right, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to investigate. I'll go. I'll go next time. Um. I'm in Tokyo. You know, I got, you know, I'm about to get boosted. I had COVID. I'm sure I can just go anywhere now, you know, completely. Shinjuku. They got one. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, um, hey, man. Great. Looks great. Always good to see, you know, things out of the Gemba in the States. Hope you can pick up something for us in the future here again soon. All right, Matt. Well, hey, to close it out, I mean, this has been a, hey, this has been a, a packed uh, episode here so far. But just to close it out, Matt, we've actually got, for the first time in quite a while now, we've got some Kambini news, Matt. Um, an interesting story here. A very sort of baffling headline. Um, so apparently in Saga City, um, they're using Famichiki juice, or grease, to power buses, Matt. Um, so I would like to sort of like remind our listeners in the first it's just the fry oil right yeah the frying oil right right okay exactly yeah yeah. not the juice and but i would like to say that that would be see that one day and you did predict that by the way remember (laughs) um when we were doing our first episode of epic feats of juice about the family chicky you had in um one of your stories was that um they were powering the rockets to mars Using right. family chicken juice, so um, I would like to say you you were you were you know miles ahead of everybody here, but right, not the juice, the actual oil. So what's going on here is, um, yeah, in the city of Saga, um, they've teamed together with uh, Family Mart to use the sort of excess oil, um, the frying oil um, that they use to make things like family chickies um, to power their buses. Um, and so yeah, it sounds like they've started to do this. Um, uh, they're trying to um, sort of like expand the number of fa- uh, fast or uh, family marts that are participating, so that they can sort of lower their prices. Um, and um, yeah, it sounds like they, you know, one of the concerns that the people had was, you know, are the buses going to smell like you know, family chickies, you know, when when they're going around town. God um, really. God willing, and uh, apparently um, someone said that the, the first, in, you know, the first cycle of, or at the beginning, they actually did smell a little bit like tempera, which uh, that would be a weird smell for a bus. But um, as they've sort of refined their methods, um, it sounds like now they uh, they've this, they just they don't they just smell like normal exhaust gas. Um, but um, yeah, Matt, I think this sounds pretty exciting. I don't know, what are your thoughts on the uh, the family chicky powering buses? You know, Mike, I, I think this is exciting, and I, I think about the future of mobility. There's so much going on right now in that space, and, you know, what will buses and cars look like when things like, uh, you know, autonomy are really up and running, and, you know, I see, you know, starting out as fuel, but imagine a Family Mart-themed bus, commuter bus, where you walk mm-hmm. on essentially to yeah. a moving 
family mart and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for the next maybe 20 to 45 minutes depending on your commute you get to enjoy the conveni the whole way there and you don't need to stop off at your local conveni before hopping on the bus because the bus is your conveni so there's the convenience there's the experience um Mm. so i no i I, again I, i i think this is just the very beginning of how the conveni could influence the future of mobility interesting well yeah we're gonna have to see i mean you know if anything's possible um we've got yep there's the bus um you know some pretty exciting pictures here it just looks like a bus here's some guy pouring oh, some that's some is. family chicken that grease it. right pouring it into a bucket um into the old yeah i guess gas tank or something and then they're they're hauling it right there so um Matt, exciting things happen. I agree. Gets you excited for the future. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but let's keep our eye on um, the Combini and Family Chicky, Matt. Um, all right, Matt. Well, hey, you know, 80 episodes down, my friend. Um, and what a, what a great one. Uh, Matt, um, just to wrap up today, um, at first I'd just like to, you know, Thank, as always, to everyone who bought us a chicky, Carrie G. St. Michelle, M.H. Bongo, Professor H., Matt D., Antonio Waite, Crew of Japan, Bobby Judo, Anonymous. Thank you all so much. If you want to support the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash boys and buy us a chicky, as we call it, a buy us a coffee. Um, if you're listening on any of the, uh, the, um, the podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., um, you know, please share and rate, and uh, you know, it helps people find the show. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hey everybody, um, be sure to like and subscribe. Um, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, but mainly Twitter. You'll find a lot of fun stuff there. Um, and uh, yeah, Matt, you know, like I said, 80 episodes. As always, it's been a, it's been a pleasure, man. But uh, for now, I guess I'll see you at the Conbini. I'll see you at the Conbini. Mm-hmm.